After nearly six years of bitter conflict, a Nazi Germany, beaten to her knees at her own game of war, gives up the struggle. Field Marshal Montgomery accepts the unconditional surrender of those enemy formations opposing his forces. War transformed not only those who fought on the front lines and the civilians who experienced it, but also those who supported them on the home front. Although a long-awaited peace lay ahead, there were many changes to the faces that returned and in those who greeted them. Veterans Affairs Canada wants you to explore the stories of those Canadians who have served and sacrificed for our country. These are the Faces of Freedom. Mr. Stanley Edwards was born on the 17th of February, 1923, in Big Valley, Alberta. He enlisted in the Army just two days after his 18th birthday in 1941 as part of the Calgary Tanks. He trained for more than a year as a crew member in the new Churchill Tanks before having to put his skills to the test during the Dieppe Raid on the 19th of August, 1942. Please note, this episode was created using audio from our Heroes Remember series. Mr. Edwards passed away on December 5th, 2019 at the age of 96, but we are preserving his legacy. We're farming there, and um, we had a pretty good life. And then my brother and I decided to join up in Stettler, and away we went, you know. All I remember is when we landed in Scotland, and then they transferred us to Salisbury Plains in England, and we were there till Dieppe. We were there till they landed in 42. Dieppe was planned in July that same year, and we went uh, into the ocean and the weather was very bad and they cancelled it and everybody went on leave with their girlfriends and all and imagine how many people told them and they shot us right back to Dieppe on the next round, see. I joined when I was 18, right after my birthday and um, I was 19 when I landed on, in Dieppe, you know. So we're just young, young people, you know. When we were going in, I think it's pretty scary, although, like I say, being so young, we didn't take it too bad, you know, too serious. But then when you get there and all the disaster that's happening, and then you realize it's a bad place. When you walk ashore on a flat beach, what chance do you have to live? The tank protection was a good thing for us. That's why we lived. The pile of people that die on a beach like the app alone shows you that they killed a thousand men that day alone, you know. And uh, when you get to Dieppe, it's a flat um, area in front of town, like full of rocks. And you go in there with a tank, well, you don't get very good traction, you know. It'll throw tracks off your vehicle. And so uh, it wasn't a good place to land. That's what I'm trying to say. It was not good for infantry or us, you know. You see, when you're in the infantry, you're coming in on a flat deck like that, and the Germans are up high. Well, what hope does the infantry guy have to live? Not hardly any. And that's why so many died, you know. Mr. Edwards was captured during the Dieppe raid and sent to Germany. He tells us about his experience as a prisoner and the work party he went to Poland with. 
horrible. I guess it's better than dying, but it's a, a thing you don't want to do is surrender. But we did, and they shipped us back to Germany. So we were there for um, almost three years. They also tied us up, you know that, and chained us, you know, for probably 18 months, maybe, something like that. I was been on a party in Poland where you worked on a farm, and that was okay because you get more food then, you know. So I think that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have no problem, yeah. Never got beaten, ever, no. When you're taken, there's a lot of sadness, you know. And then you eventually, you just grow into it kind of deal. You have to live there, you know it. So you learn to guide your life each day, you know. Twice. Mr. Edwards attempted to escape. He was successful the second time. Wow, that is something else. <laughs> and to, to my remembrance, I wasn't even with the uh, uh, Germans when the war ended. I was with the, I had already escaped and got to the Russian front just in Poland, you know, where we lived with them. There were three of us, another Canadian and an American and myself. And uh, we lived there for quite a while, maybe 20 days, you know. And so that was, the end of the war was coming then, anyway. Uh, twice I escaped. The first time we were uh, sleeping in a barn. We must have been marching somewhere, and we are in a giant barn. And me and another guy decided to take off in the middle of the night. And uh, away we went. And uh, I think we got caught, though, in about, I'm thinking only 12 or 13 days, somewhere in there, and back to the camp, you know. The second time we didn't get caught, so that's when I met with the Russians, you know. That was a good experience then. Yes. To get free was really great, you know. I never thought you'd see home again, you know. I suppose if you don't get sick is one thing. Sickness is generally kill you, but you know. Uh, yeah, I, were, I was just newer there. You know you can't get out, you know. And if you escape, you got a danger of being shot, you know. So. Uh, I took that chance, but it uh, wasn't a good idea either. Because uh, the Germans always threatened if you escape, they'll shoot you dead, you know. Mr. Edwards tells us about his mother's reaction when he returned home and the lessons he hopes his experience can bring to younger generations. My mother did know. Uh, they sent her telegrams and told her what she could do if she sent parcels. And I remember one letter, mother asking them, I seen that letter in my drawer, uh, if she could send a pair of boots. I said, I'd rather have food. That was a, quite a homecoming, yeah. Oh, wow. I remember her, well, you know how mothers are. She cried and cried, 
and uh, said I would never leave again. Well, who knows? <laughs> but that's the way it was then, yeah. If I'm talking to youth, I would tell them, try and prevent wars. That's right, prevent it if you can. Try and get along with people, not uh, shoot at them. And um, other than that, I think that I think Canada is a pretty good place to live. You know, they don't they don't start these things. We just end up in them. That's it. And with that, I'd like to thank you for listening to this edition of the Faces of Freedom podcast. You can keep up to date and join the conversation on social media by using the hashtags Canada Remembers and Faces of Freedom. Or you can find us online at veterans.gc.ca slash Canada Remembers. We also have online Faces of Freedom articles where you can learn more about those who have served and sacrificed for our country. If you have a suggestion for the podcast, whether it's a specific guest or story, you can reach us on social media through the Canada Remembers Facebook and Instagram pages, as well as the Veterans Affairs Canada Twitter account. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time. And remember, their faces tell the story, but their legacy will live on.